Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe back again to talk about this debacle. This debacle of a game by the New York Jets. What a horrific game. Jets lose to the Colts 7-36. to This was uncompetitive. Another game where we're forced to sit back and watch a team that is trash go out there and flail and not put anything together. We looked horrific offensively. Horrific. We looked bad defensively. Bad. Guys running wide open down the field. Allie Cox running wide open down the field. Their running game, they were able to get that going as well. Guys just moving the ball any way that they wanted to on us, and it didn't even matter if they didn't have their starters in, their backups were taking care of business too. We couldn't stop anybody. We couldn't get anything started. The play calling was bad yet again by Gaze. Sam doesn't look good. He throws three interceptions in the game. Won a critical red zone interception. Actually, two red zone. Oh, my God. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad. It was all bad. Just nothing to take from this game. Gaze should be fired. He should be fired immediately. He shouldn't even be allowed to get back on the team playing nothing. He should be gone ASAP. We're going to dive into it. If you're looking for a kindler, gentler Joe, I'm telling you right now, player, it ain't happening. This is not the show for you. I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. Love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, we need some feedback. I love hearing about you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Without further ado, folks, I'm ready to get into the show. I'm fired up, and I'm tired of watching the Jets. This is an atrocious product. This team is a damn joke. Everything about it. I can't believe they went out there and played the way that they did. Lifeless. No effort. I talked about the offense saying vanilla-ass calls, more draws, more draws on third down, more screens on third down, third and long. Don't even try to push the ball down the field, Adam Gaze. Nope, just call another screen. No issues. It's not like we're trying to win football games around here, right? The defense, horrific. Horrific. McDougal being highlighted today. You're on a fourth and goal. A fourth and goal. You can make a stop. You're one-on-one with the running back, and you stick your nose in the grass? You completely whiff on a tackle? Are you serious? This team looked terrible all around. All around. It's a joke. The entire day, couldn't stop anybody. Guys running wide open down the field. Phillip Rivers just finding different guys. They just put it in cruise control at one point. The safety, oh, my God. 
Becton goes down in the game as well. He's injured, dealing with a shoulder injury. Offensive line just imploded. McGovern's trash. Teams, this team is horrific. Seems horrific. I'm going to get to the callers, though. I'm not going to take up too much of the time here because I know you folks want to talk. I'm going to get to the callers. Got quite a bit on the line. As well as my guys in the chat, please keep chatting. We're going to go back and forth with you as well. This game was horrific to watch. Horrific. It's embarrassing to be a Jet fan. Completely embarrassing to watch a team get blown up like this and seem to have no answer for anything that's going on out there. So I'm going to go to the calls first. 218, 218, I'm coming to you first. Please tell me your name, where you're from, and what are your thoughts about this game? Hey, what's up, Joe? I'm actually kind of new to your show, man. Love the show. Love what you do. Um, uh, name's Jesse. Thank I actually you. usually watch this team from Minnesota. Uh, whoo, man, where to start? Where to start, <laughs> man? Oh, my First goodness. First so, thank you for calling in, my man. I want to thank you for calling oh. in. I want to thank you for listening to my content. You're the best. But, you know, I know you're yeah, frustrated. Thank you, like man. I'm frustrated. Thank I'm going to let you get now, your take You on. know, before I even start with, you know, with how Sam ended up looking, because I, I do have a lot of thoughts on that, this is three weeks now, and in the past, because of the injuries, I've wanted to give uh, Greg Williams a pass, but they just always look like they basically quit. Uh, corners are 10 yards up from wide receivers. Um, yep. You know, like you were just saying, like, I, I, I mean, I gave up before the end of the game this time, but, you know, even the backup quarterback now, once again, second week in a row comes in and makes the defense look like they don't even need to be on the field. Uh, man, what is your thoughts on this defense right now? Listen, this defense today looked horrific. It was terrible. We couldn't stop anybody. It, it, was, it was nuts. Guys were running. There were wide open holes that I saw Taylor just running through. Guys were running oh, wide man. open in the secondary. Guys were running wide open in the secondary. Ali Cox was able to make a play. He was wide open in the secondary. You got hit. Uh, that Pascal. T.Y. Hilton I out mean, there making the, plays uh, the as other well. Kids He's getting flagged. Yeah, they just look like superstars today. Yeah. Oh, they look completely. And then, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, oh, and, you know, it's crazy because I mean, Gase, Gase is one of the worst coaches. Clearly this team has quit on him and I've got a bad feeling we're going to get destroyed on Thursday, but I'm going to still watch because I love my team. But yeah, the three picks by Sam, ugly, ugly. Like you can't make those plays. And I, and I do feel for the kid because then in the second half without Makai Beckton, I mean, he just really didn't have time, and some of the play calls were just trash. And yeah, it's man, it's it's really hard to watch this team right now. <laughs> uh, man, like you can't it, it, throw that it, it, ball in the end zone like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and that that's that's you know, look, I I understand the play calling trash. I love Sam to death. Everyone knows that. I'm a big USC fan. When we got him, I was just just to the moon. Loved it. I agree. But he, he I understand the play calling trash. But you can't throw that ball up like that in the end zone. You no. can't do that. You cannot do that. You can't try to make that play. You also can't throw that in that, that interception they threw that was late. You can't do that either. You can't throw those balls. I understand the play calling trash. I understand you're trying to make a play. I understand you're pressing. I understand that. But just either throw it away or just go down. That's better than a turnover. 
That's hurt over exactly, the zone. That's man. hurt. And, and that hurt and it's so crazy bad because you know I, you know I get he, you know I get we don't really have receivers, but you know make yourself look better, Sam, because it looks like everyone else is playing out there. Before before you let me go, I, I did have a question. If if what happens happens on Thursday, like we're all expecting, I'm almost almost want to include Greg Williams in on two guys that they need to fire. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, when they clean house and they get rid of this staff, they're going to get rid of him too unless the, unless the new coach wants to keep him. I could, I could see Greg Williams coming under fire. Absolutely, because the way the defense has been looking. I could absolutely I mean, see that. Atrocious. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But I got a question for you. I know we, we've, we've yeah. gone back and forth. We talked about the offense, but, and we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. the defense and how bad they play. But what were your thoughts about McDougal's play when he's one-on-one with the running back and just completely whiffs on the tackle? Put his nose straight you know, into the grass. How, it, what are your thoughts on so that? It's so frustrating because, you know, he was the guy that brought up how bad the practices were. You know, he's a <laughs> former starter in Seattle. How do you miss that play? Clearly you got a free shot at this kid. Like, yeah, uh, uh, but Ashton Davis is apparently hurt, so they've got no one to replace McDougal. So it's, it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a mess. Yeah. Uh, what were your What are your thoughts about the wide receiver core? Were you Were you Were you excited about Cager? Some of the plays that he was making. You know, I I, I mean, I, I did like seeing Cager. I mean, yeah, he's not going to get a lot of separation on a, on a former two time Pro Bowler like Xavier Woods. Um, I do yeah. really like Braxton Berrios, but when he is kind of when he becomes your first option, you know that you've got issues. You know, this is guy. I think the Jets are now his fourth team. Um, after mm-hmm. he was drafted, I believe, by the Patriots a couple years ago. Um, and the kid, you know, Braxton can run routes and find, it will find ways to get open, you know, when his quarterback needs him to. But, you know, when he's your second option, that's that's when you know you have problems. I do like seeing Cager, but man, yeah, I, yeah, it's like I kind of want to see what Sam actually looks like with Rashard and, and, and Jameson and Braxton and, and Denzel Mims out there because Lord knows. Lord knows in a tough situation, Chris Herndon can't catch a ball, apparently. Yeah, look, that's where that's exactly where I was going to go with you as well. What were your thoughts about Chris Herndon and Ryan Griffin? Don't you think that those guys should have had more production than they did? I know Herndon looked terrible out there. He was dropping dropping balls, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing about the whole tight end situation is it, that also shows a lack of creativity from this head coach, this offensive genius thing, yeah. because – you know what these two guys are capable of. We've seen what these two guys are capable of, and you don't find ways to just scheme them open. Play action where they chip a block and then, you know, run a five-yard cross. Anything just yep. to help your quarterback out, like that's, that's terrible coaching. And I, hopefully we won't be living with it but until Friday. That's, that's my hope at this juncture. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, listen. First off, I want to thank you for calling in. And my final question to you is going to be, do you think Gaze gets fired immediately after this game? Uh, you know what? If if it's as bad as I'm starting to think, Blake Bortles literally just signed there. And, you know, of course, the rumor came out that, you know, the owners are finally listening to people and they're finally going to, you know, keep an eye on the next two games. I would think that the Johnson brothers go, okay, we got to pull the plug on this because the team looks uncompetitive. It's ugly every single week. And now we've got a young quarterback at this juncture. 
who who under this coach looks like he's 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 just lost his confidence. And and if you want to if you want to try to salvage something out of Sam, you got to get some of this staff out of here and see what you actually have in this team as it tries to get healthy and come back through the later weeks of the season. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man, I, I want to thank you for calling in, man. When I go live next time and I have a show, please call in again. I loved hearing from you, and you have great takes. Yeah, you too. Thank you, man. All right, you have a good night. Man, listen, that last caller brought the fire. It was great to speak from him, free to speak to him. Dude, I'm so upset. I mean, I'm, I'm just completely upset. Adam Gaze is the worst. The way that this team played is the worst. That's right. Boo them. They are garbage. They are completely garbage. Boo them again. I cannot believe that they went out there and played this way against the Colts and get beat 36-7. to They had their backups in on cruise control and got a safety. You got to be kidding me. I'm going to keep going to the callers. I'm going to come back back to the callers in a second. Oh, man. I'm going to get to the chat really quickly. Mike in the chat says, Long Beach Joe, it's Sam's third season. Do you see progress? I don't. Listen, I'm seeing that Sam is stuck with a coach that doesn't understand how to utilize his talent or his skill set. I do see that Sam needs to stop pressing. He needs to stop throwing footballs where they don't belong and trying to play hero ball at times. I understand that the offensive line is not blocking the way they should be. I understand that there's pressure there. Even when you watch that miracle play when he was running away from guys and we got that seven because he threw it into the end zone, he ran away from like four or five guys running for his life. I get that. But you can't turn the ball over like that because you're going to hurt us. That's killing us. That red zone interception killed that drive. I understand the play calling is trash. I get that that play call was trash. But just don't throw that ball. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go back to the telephone lines. I'm going to go back to the callers. Everyone in the chat, please keep chatting. I'll come back to you in a second. 732, 732, I'm coming to you. Let me know your name, where you're from. What are your thoughts about this horrific effort by the Jets? Hey, hey, this is Tim from New Jersey. How are you? Oh, well, uh, you know, Tim. Uh, to be honest, I'm not doing so well, but it's good to talk to you, and I want to thank you for calling in, my man. What are your thoughts about this Jets game? You know what, man? I'm going to talk just for, like, 30 seconds on, on just the bigger picture. Like, I started as a Jets fan for probably the same reason as a lot of other people, blue-collar team, hard workers, underdogs, somehow found the heart to compete. I'm talking to Chad Pennington. I'm talking to Testa Verde. I'm talking to LaDainian Tomlinson. I'm talking to – you know, Martin, all those people that just drag you and reel you into being a Jets fan because of that heart. And I'll be honest with you, man, I, I'm kind of at an end pass. I'm kind of at an end pass. Like, I've been living in South Jersey for the past – and Philly for the past, like, 13 years. And the amount of shit that I've had – oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse. The well, amount of stuff it, that I had – I'm sorry. That I had to take being a Jets fan in that region – and trying to defend this organization for all those core reasons that brought us here to begin with. And I just had nothing, man, for going on a decade now. I had no defense for this team anymore. I, I love them. I still love them. But, man, God, I just don't know what to do. I, you know, I look forward to Sunday because 
I want a team that I can get behind, you know? I want a team that I can be proud of. I want a team that goes in as the underdog and puts up a fight. They may not win, but they surprise everybody else in the league and they get a little respect as a result. That's the team that I want back. This team is with, – with bringing in Adam Gase was just kind of, for me, like the nail in the coffin. You know what I mean? I mean, all you had to do mm-hmm. was look at Miami. That's all you had to do. I don't understand this organization. I don't know if when – Trump, uh, you know, brought um, Woody out as the diplomat to the UK and made his brother in charge. I don't know if if that was the the reason that this entire organization completely fell apart, because I just feel like Chris Johnson completely phones it in. He must not be in the office. He must not be in the office, because how do you step foot in that office every single day and take a look at the, the, the faces of your players and, and and somehow come out on press day and say that you still think he is a brilliant mind. I mean, it, it just, to yeah. me, I'm just over it. You know what I mean? Like, they must think we're stupid at this point because yeah. Yeah. it's just unacceptable. And that's really all I got. Yeah. I don't want to get into detail, but I appreciate your time. I love what you do, and I've been watching you for a while. This is my first call in. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for calling in, Tim. Uh, can I ask you one question before you take off? I, I know you want to go, but – I just want to get your yeah, thoughts sure. on Sam Darnold before you take off. Uh, you know, I know I got a lot of callers, but yeah. you know, I, again, I'll get to everybody. But I want to get your thoughts well, on he, Sam Darnold because you, Sam Darnold, because you talked about Gaze and the impact that he's had on the team, and one of the reasons why yeah. he was brought here initially, we were told was to better Sam Darnold, and we're not seeing that. We're not seeing I Sam Darnold get better. We're seeing Sam Darnold's growth and progression be hindered by the play calling. How yeah. do you feel about that, man? You're absolutely right, and and I, I absolutely think that that was a a corporate name drop. I think Peyton Manning made that move happen. Um, and it did. And he probably helped it make it happen for Gase in Miami as well. And this is just one of those situations, unfortunately, that I see sometimes in corporate America as well, where if you know the right people, you're going to get the job, but you know, it couldn't have happened to a, a worse team at a worse time. And I think Sam Darnold, I think everybody's going to be running out in the media as they already had this past week about tanking for Trevor, tanking for Trevor. And you had sort of a 50-50 response to that movement of, well, you know, you had some people scratching their heads now. They're like, well, I'm not sure. Is it the play calling? Is it not? And then, you know, fast forward to right this second where we're just coming off a game where he throws two pick sixes and three interceptions. And going back to your point earlier about he has the heart, he has the quality for leadership, he has all the intangibles. He has the talent. He has the arm. So what is it? I mean, it probably is him at this point hitting his apex of ability to deal with this BS. And he's trying to go out and just make plays where there are no plays. And he's making bad mistakes. Yeah. And unfortunately for him, Sam Darnold doubled down today and he lost. And so what's going to happen now is the media is now going to double down on him in this coming week. And I just hope that the the true Jets fans out there that understand football at its core understand that Sam Darnold is our quarterback. He just has the wrong coach and he has no receivers and that's it. Yeah. 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 Look, that, and, that was and a and fire take right there. My, real, quick, real quick. Let me just go part with. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It breaks, you got time. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to see such an innocent, likable young guy who wants nothing but to help his team succeed get absolutely – I mean, here's the thing. It's so critical in the first couple of years 
when you have especially a guy that is that young, he's so moldable, it is so critical that you have a coach that can get him as an entree into the NFL, make him comfortable, and, and get him to elevate his game and grow. So if you have the exact opposite, which Sam Darnold has had in his first three years, I made a comment in the chat earlier, which probably was lost on people because it was a little bit ominous and, and didn't, you know, didn't have a lot of detail. But the, the comment was, this is why, you know, how many Tom Brady's have been out there that ended up riding the bench as a backup or ended up spending a couple, two, three years in the league with 18 different coaches and took the brunt of, of, the, of the fault and ended up just out of the league in three and a half, five years, right? How many Tom Brady's were there in the third or fourth string where they just got a terrible coach and this is what happened? And this is my concern about Sam Darnold because I see the exact same talent wasting going on with him. And it just breaks my heart because, like, the Jets already don't have enough pieces and they need, like, 20 other pieces. This is the one guy that you already have. You have him on a, on a rookie contract. You have the talent level. You have everything you could want, and they're just squandering it. And, uh, look, a microcosm example of that is when he squandered the entire Le'Veon Bell talent. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> For two years, we've been watching one of the best running backs in the history of the NFL rot away on the Jets' sideline to the point where he couldn't even keep his mouth shut anymore. And this dude has put up with the media at the highest pinnacle of the spotlight and been able to make it through. So you can tell there must be something drastically and critically wrong with what's happening internally in that locker room. And I think it all starts with Gase. Which is again yeah. back to my original point, which is it just blows my mind. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on with the organization. So I'll just leave it. I'll leave it to the rest of the people to to expound on my points for me. <laughs> yeah. But I so, so my last again. question before I my, hold on. My last question before I let you go is, yeah. in your mind, if you, if you're the owner, mm-hmm. do you fire Adam Gaze directly after this game, or do you let him go into into, uh, into Thursday and, and face the the Broncos? If I'm the owner, Adam Gase was gone at the end of last season. But, yes, to yeah. answer your question, gone tomorrow, if not tonight. Okay. I, well, I, I want to thank mean, you for calling in, honestly, man. Honestly, in the real world, dude, in the real world of business, we're talking about, you know, billion-dollar organizations. In the real world of business, first of all, you don't get paid as much money as people like Adam Gase does to do a job like Adam Gase. In the real world of business, you're probably doing two, three people's jobs for, you know, a pretty sh- crappy salary and then, you yeah. know, doing your best to make a, make a way. This guy is getting handed money and he can't even, he doesn't even have an excuse. This guy would have been gone way, way long time ago if this was real, real world business because they don't put up with lack of production in the real world. That's why this is blowing yeah. my mind because there must be something terribly wrong with the organization because you don't, I mean, you're not winning. You're not giving your fans any reason to put up with the prices of tickets. You're not giving your fans any product to really watch and get excited about. On top of that, you're pandering to them in the media thinking that they're idiots, that they can't see the awful product you're putting out every week and giving lame excuses for it week after week. It's like, I mean, we should be – honestly, we should pull a Green Bay Packers and just all go in and own the team. And then we can get together yeah. once a year, and we can vote 
on who we want as coach. Because I guarantee you, if Mike McCarthy was our coach right now, we'd be doing pretty. We'd be doing a little better. I don't know about winning. Yeah, but we'd be doing a little. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm right there with you, Tim. Again, man, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It was great to speak with you again when I'm live again. Please call in. I loved your takes. Love uh, having a chat with you, man. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you for your time, and, and I appreciate everybody in the chat, and I enjoy your show. So have a great night, and I'll be in the chat just listening. All right. Thank you so much. You have a good night. You too. Take care. Man, what a call by Tim. Tim called in and just just laid it all out. Like he said, this, this, is, this is ridiculous to have a guy in here doing the things that he's doing. But one of the things that he pointed out outside of the, the absolute nonsense that is Adam Gaze is, hey, Chris Johnson, what are you doing? You, you're the one that got us into this situation. How could you possibly look at this situation and think that it needs to continue? How, how, how can you sit in front of the media? How can you sit in front of the world, the media, the fans, everybody, and tell us things like Adam Gaze is a brilliant offensive mind? Do you watch the games? Do you think we're idiots? Do you think that we don't see what's going on out here? We're watching this team get blown, in, blown out week after week, getting beat by double digits consistently, looking uncompetitive, looking lifeless. The offense was 32nd last year. It looks like it's going to be the same way this year. Do you think we're that dumb? You're the worst owner in all of sports, Chris Johnson, all of sports. I keep saying he's terrible. It's insane. I'm going to go back to the callers in a second. I'm going to hit the chat. My chat boys are chatting up. Randy Yaw says, Herndon sucks. Randy, first off, salute to you. Listen, Herndon did not look good today. Had some (laughs) – he does – you know, Griffin had drops. Herndon didn't look good. Sam just – oh, my God. (laughs) Let's go to TJ Decker's comment. TJ Decker. I really don't see how Gaze makes it past this week. I, you know, honestly, I don't see it either. I do not see how after this game, where you just came out and looked horrific offensively, I don't see how you keep your job. I don't see, especially with the rumors that we already have coming out from Mort, who's already reported, hey, the, the Jets internally are really looking at Adam Gaze. They're going to be, it's going to be tight eyes on the situation. There shouldn't, we shouldn't even have to worry about keeping a steady look at the, the situation. There shouldn't be tight eyes on the situation. His ass should be fired. Goodbye, gone. Question answered. There's nothing else to talk about. His inept offense, his inept play calling, his inept handling of talent on the roster, whether it be Le'Veon Bell, whether it be Sam Darnold, anyone else that we've had, that is enough to get you out of here. Goodbye. Because I want you folks to think about this. When you have inept coaches, right? Like, remember when we had Todd Bowles? One of the worst things about having Todd Bowles, yeah, he made horrific game, in-game decisions. He was a bad game manager, so on and so forth. But his presence here as a head coach made it hard to evaluate talent on the team. That's what we're, we're here to do. We're a team that's still trying to build. We're trying to figure out who needs to stay, who needs to go. We can't figure that out because this guy can't coach. So we don't know what some of these players are capable of under his tutelage because he's such a bad head coach. 
That's why you, we, we're talking. We're sitting here talking about Sam. We all think Sam is going to be better. We all think that he has the tools to be a better quarterback. Hell, all the analysts do too. But under Adam Gaze, under his inept play calling, under his inept usage, under his inept handling as a head coach, it makes you question Sam's talent. And we got a long laundry list of things that we need on our football team. Do you want to add quarterback to that? We've been looking for a quarterback for how long now? They don't, they don't grow on trees for us. Get Adam Gaze out of here now. End of discussion. I'm going to go back to the college for a second. Chat guys, keep chatting. Wherever you're watching me from or listening to me from, whether it be blog talk or any of my streaming platforms, I want to thank you. Again, no cursing on my show. Drop a couple of curses out. Get you out of here as soon as possible. It's a family show. Watch what you say, please. 619, I'm coming to you. 619, give me your name. Give me where you're from. Let me know what you think about this horrific effort by the Jets today. Yeah, this is RP. Living in bruh, Florida right now. Bruh, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Oh, man. <laughs> right now, I need the owner to, to, to get on the presser and say, listen, I take full responsibility for what is was going on right now. That's the only thing that – oh, and you need to hand out season tickets to everybody, <laughs> okay, to, to make up for this. Now, <laughs> yeah, Sam Darnold, um, as bad – you know, I, 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 I just been getting real mad and whatever and just been saying crazy stuff in the chats about Tank for Trevor. I honestly still think Darnold has a chance with us. But the bottom line is, Gase, he, he, he needs to be gone right now. Like, he can't be doing this live presser after the game. Like, he needs a one-way ticket wherever. Um, oh, I, I've been checking out the chats from, uh, from, like, different sites. I mean, we got, we got Jet fans out there saying Rich, Rich Kotite right now is sitting back eating popcorn, having a great time <laughs> watching all this. I'm sure he I'm yeah. sure he is. I'm just like because Gage is clearly taken over as one of the worst coaching hires in in our entire franchise history. Clearly, yeah. but, but, but we got to be so bad at the worst franchise history wide. Oh, it's it's atrocious. Yeah. But bro, I want to listen. We we we, we could talk about Adam Gaze, okay? And we're already going there. But I want to get to this defense <laughs> with you real quick. What was your okay. thought about the effort or lack of effort? that you saw out there from these guys. I mean, there were guys running wide open all day long in the secondary. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? They look like they were running prevent defense all game in the first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. I mean, you had DBs 15 yards deep. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a long game right here. Uh, I mean – and then in goal line situations, you know, you got missed tackles by McDougal. Oh, my May. You can't have that. You cannot have that. Um, God, what Dude. else? Uh, Quentin Williams, he looked like he was doing this thing the first first of two quarters, and that was it. After that, he disappeared. Oh, my um, God. And not, not I mean, just him. I, I don't. Desir, Desir yeah. getting beat in that penalty oh, as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I, it, let me tell you, it, Darno with those three interceptions, the oh. two pick sixes, 
that that honestly broke my heart right there. Like I was ready to just hang it up. Yeah, oh, I, I, I'm ready. I, 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 I'm honestly ready. Like we we need we need ownership to step up here and say, listen, I made a mistake with that comment. The same way he got on the news and said what he said, trying to endorse that Gase is the greatest, you know, offensive mind all time or whatever that comment was. He need to come right back out here and and uh and uh own up to to everything, man. It's the bottom line, you know. And yeah. and, and, and yeah. Darnold don't get a pass either. Darnold, no. Um, you know, as much as I do not like Gates, Darnold was the quarterback. He was the one out there looking at his first and second reads, the third reads. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, you gotta throw it away too if your first and second, third reads ain't there. Throw it away, man. Don't even bother trying yeah. to scramble. If you're going to scramble, you need to get to that first down or pick up positive yardage. Don't sit here and yeah. act like, oh, I'm scrambling, but I'm going to come back because I'm going to set up for for the tight end. No, we already saw what well, that, that looked like. Yeah, but you know the thing, I, and I understand that, and I'm, 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 I'm a big proponent of saying, Sam, listen, just listen, stop. Don't play hero ball, okay? Don't force the ball yes. where it doesn't need to be. But that, that remember, okay, after that interception initially we came out, we were like, that was a horrible throw. But then he comes mm-hmm. back on the next drive, drives down and makes a miracle, just magical drive, comes down and makes scores a touchdown using his feet to extend the play and gets it to yeah, the end zone. So it's like, yep. you know, it's like, listen, you need to know when to do that and when, you know, don't force the ball somewhere it doesn't belong. If you see a guy, okay, hit him. But don't force a guy, force a ball into you know he he tried to make a throw I think it was to Herndon it was in between three guys like, yeah man that was it. not good you he, can't be he, doing he that, that stuff. When he get picked. that exactly. could have been the fourth pick right and, and there so he's just got to understand when to stop like and I understand he's pressing I know that look I've watched him I've watched him you know since he was at SC I understand that he's pressing but he needs to understand that at this level you cannot chuck balls up like that because like we just talked mm-hmm. about two pick sixes you just gave him two touchdowns mm-hmm. in the yeah. league most te- we played the Chiefs later on this year right you oh man don't even worry about that one. game over <laughs> game over game over right. we ain't got to talk about and, nothing and then, and then the safety that's on Donald oh. you got to throw that one away well, I mean, there, you, listen, you gotta there was a lot it. of guys. They t- he t- oh, that's whoever the, the left oh, tackle was and McGovern. Back. Listen, he he th- whoever the left tackle was. I think it was McDermott at that point. The left tackle and McGovern. They were in the backfield. They came after protection mm. completely broke down there. I mean, it was it was absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. But listen, my final question to you: We're gonna because I gotta keep going. I got a lot of callers, but I want to thank you for calling in. But my final question to you is. In your opinion, should Gaze be fired right now, right after the game? Should he have been fired, or do you think they should give him a chance to go into Denver and see what he can do there? Hell no, he ain't going into Denver. He needs to get – listen, <laughs> Gaze, right now, public service announcement, you will get your clipboards, your pens, and paper through the mail. Don't even come back to the, uh, to the, to the, to the squad bay. Don't come to the team room. <laughs> we will mail you your stuff. Oh, man. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, please call in. I love talking to you, bro. All right, bro. Hey, go Jets, man. All right, you have a good night, bro. You too. Listen, bro, calling in. Just as livid and irate as everyone else. This, this, it, it's so tough. <laughs> it's so tough. 
being a Jets fan. I mean, just, yeah, Darnold has three picks. Two of them are pick sixes. The protection is breaking down. We're seeing him run for his life. The offense is doing nothing, lifeless. Guys are dropping footballs. Griffin had a drop. Herndon had some drops. The defense can't stop anybody. And just when you think, oh, you know, yeah, the game's bad. We're getting beat bad. They give up a safety. That's Jets football. That's Jets football. I'm going to go to the chat real quick. Again, I want to thank everyone for calling in. I want to thank everyone for listening wherever you listen to me from. Truly appreciate it. Chat boys, coming to you. TJ Decker in the chat says, it's awful, man. I'm numb at this point. (laughs) You know, I would think I'd be numb too. But when we got Sam Darnold, like I told people earlier, I got a little bit, you know, I got it picked my spirits up. I'm not as numb as I used to be. But the way things are looking right now, the way that we're playing, the way that we're being coached, atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. Randy Yaw says, I don't even get upset anymore. I can only laugh at this point. Yeah, you should laugh. Jets are a joke. Jets are a complete joke. Complete joke. TT in the chat. Shout out to you, TT. TT says, Jets are in a scary situation. A bad team at this point doesn't even know if Sam is a franchise quarterback. Unlike the Bengals of Burrow. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of fans that are questioning if Sam is a franchise quarterback. I understand watching this game, if you have, like, some, whoa, this, this, this was not a good, great game for Sam. It wasn't. But it wasn't a good game for Adam Gaze either. And the fact that he's still here, the fact that he was allowed after what we saw last year, he was allowed to come back, and the offense is looking exactly the same. The fact that he was allowed to come back, it's on ownership. That's on ownership. You are ruining your franchise quarterback. I've talked about this. It's mind-boggling. The Jets act like we like we're some factory of franchise quarterbacks. It's mind-boggling. The Jets act like we're some franchise that has been offensively, you know, in the know for years. We've been an offensive juggernaut in the league for we have not. If you got something the same way we got something in Darnold, where we see the talent, you've got to covet that, especially when we're in the position that we're in. You can't take chances with days again. It's a mess. This entire team's a mess. Chat, chat boys, keep chatting. I'm going to go back to the callers. 984, 984, I'm coming directly to you. I want to get your thoughts on what you saw out there, how you feel about this Jets loss. And a lack of just effort. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Yeah, this oh. is uh, this has well, been a terrible period for me. I had a chance to see uh, see the game, and it was uh, it was miserable. It was a bad. It was about as bad as I've seen the Jets looking a long time. See, I've been a Jet fan for forty uh, years. I go back to Cleco uh, and you know, Richard Todd, and what it is with the franchise because they've been under such abysmal ownership. It has really harmed harm this franchise. It's hurt the brand. It really has. From Leon Hess, you know, he waited till his tail get old, talking about take over and him hiring Rich Cotite and, you know, that whole debacle. And then looking at what's going on with Adam Gates, it doesn't seem real, you know? <laughs> it, it doesn't. And first of all, I want to thank you for calling in. You know, I love talking to you, calling from the Carolinas. And, oh, you yeah, know, you yeah, know your yeah. Jets. <laughs> 
You know oh, yeah, yes, I do. I've been, I've been a fan for a long time. Sometime, I think, since I've been working the last five years at the airport, my schedule's been pretty heavy. But I try to mm-hmm. catch up whenever I can. You know, I tune into platforms like yours, and it's, it's good to see you got your own platform. And look like you're going you're gonna to be all right. It's just going to take a little while <laughs> to build yourself up. But once you really get your, your stuff established, you're going to be off the hook. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. I, listen, I want to start. I want to start at the top. All right. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. I truly appreciate appreciate your kind words because this team is taking. And, um, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I want to start with Sam Darnold. What are your thoughts about his yeah. production today? And what are your thoughts about the game he played? The three interceptions, the two pick sixes. How are you feeling about him? I mean, it's like you can see him him pressing and pressing, and uh, you can see some. It's like on one side of it, you can see he's made progress, but it's been very meager. Progress, obviously, slight progress from what he was his rookie year. But then it's like you see those um, flashbacks of regression to what the first year yeah. was, you know, throwing the ball up, like the first play against the Detroit Lions, his rookie year, remember that? And it's uh, Oh, man, yes. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like he's like a, a military vet. You get them flashes or something happens to you. I don't know with Donald. Sometimes he, he looks brilliant. He he looks like he can he can he can do so many magnificent things and then all of a sudden something I don't know he'll have a hiccup and, and throw the ball up it's like like something happens to him out there I'm not quite sure what it is but I think it could be related to the coaching more than anything I think once he get a good good coach to really really clamp down on him and get him to study his film and get him to really be better prepared you know for for yeah. pregame situations I think you'll see him making better decisions that's what it comes down to. Because you put him under a good, stern, no-nonsense, disciplinary coat like a Bill Parcell, you know, they ain't gonna, they wouldn't put up with that. <laughs> Not throwing no ball up. They'll call your tail yeah. back on that sideline. You know, when, when the Parcell was young, he didn't, he didn't take no mess now. He was rough. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Donald will have, have a rough, rough, rough time. But what it is, it's time for the owners to step up and start acting like owners and start acting like, I don't know what they're acting like. You know, you got one of them, <laughs> one of the brothers, he over there in London. I mean, I can get you going over there if you're going over there to tap a pipeline of talent, you know, like from Europe, like maybe another J.J. Watt or Wes Welker. I can get with that. But if you're just over there just wasting time and it's not bringing anything back for your franchise, it's a, it's a rare privilege to own an NFL franchise. It's not a right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I look yeah. at my other, my other team because I'm from New York. I became a Jets fan and Yankee fan in 1980. I was 12 years old. I'm 52 years, two years old now. Now, you look at all mm-hmm. those years with those two franchises. Sadly, George is gone. Sometimes in my mind, I play these scenarios. What if, what if George Steinbrenner owned the Jets? You know what I'm saying? Oh. I think how different it would have been had you had a no-nonsense leader like a him, like a George Steinbrenner or Vince Lombardi. You know, we never had anybody like that. Uh, like Bill Parcells was with us, but he was with us for a very short time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and you know you're hitting the nail on the head right there. I think that's 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 if you look at all the issues that we have franchise hits throughout you know the time that the Johnsons have owned it, the common denominator is them. So many dumb yeah, decisions, yeah. so many bad yeah, hires, whoa. so many whoa. nonsensical moves that made no sense that did not help the team at all or put the team in a worse spot. And hiring days is one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, I and not only did he hire him, but he rules. stuck his gift out and told the rest of the of the fan base yeah. that he wasn't yeah. trying to win Twitter. He was trying to win games. He was serious. They stuck their chest yeah, out yeah, with this yeah. one. He even doubled down on it, called him a brilliant offensive mind. 
my oh, yeah, the ownership is delusional. These these are delusional, foolish, you know, <laughs> rich folks that are delusional. They're not living in the same reality, unfortunately, we do. We're we're on the ground. You know, we have no choice but to face it. But these guys are in the ivory tower, you know how that is. They're delusional yeah. and foolish. And uh, I mean the only hope they have to salvage any respect from Jet fans, they gotta fire Gates. And they not only have to fire Gates, they gotta get a good, tough, no nonsense coach. I don't understand why they didn't hire yeah. Matt Rule. Matt Rule had a good reputation. I didn't realize until a month later. I looked them up. I said, this guy from Jersey, Matt Rule. I said, what? And then I heard some good stuff about it. I said, people like him. Got a good reputation turning the program. I said, I would, you know, be willing to give him a shot, even though he was a college I, coach. I got a, yeah. Yeah, I got a question. Though. And I hear what you're saying. And I understand, yeah. you know, people want to fire gaze. I want to fire gaze as well, right? I've been, I've been talking about that yeah. for a long time. But let me play devil's advocate for a second. When you yeah. look at this Jets franchise from a, you know, from a from a, a a leadership standpoint, we've been a circus for I don't know how long, right? Why would any yeah. top coaching candidate want to come here when you look at the ownership that you got to deal with, when you look at the media pressure that you got to deal with, and you look at the way yeah, that Jets are a complete circus? What would make a top head coaching candidate want to come here? It's it's going to be tough. I think what it is, we've got to take a look at not so much the big name, we got to take a look at that under-the-radar guy that's just waiting the right for the opportunity. Got the talent, he's mm. tough. You know, he's got to be, first of all, tough, no nonsense, very meticulous. When it comes down to details, preparation, you know, that kind of guy. I don't know who that guy is. I hadn't done the research yet, but that's coming mm-hmm. in the months to come. I'm going to have to start looking. I know you imagine you'll be looking at some coaching candidates as well. What it is, it's going to be oh, sure. under-the-radar guy. It might, it might be a college coach. Even though I know it's risky because it's not an established guy, but we have seen seen it work out. Even though it worked out on a more more bigger level with Jenny, I think Jenny Johnson, obviously, you know, he and uh and uh the ownership uh, Jerry Jones, you know, worked out with them. I think that's a rare exception. But I'd be willing to give a shot to a young college coach if he's allowed to go on how his own coaches bring mm-hmm. his own system here. Give him a shot, even if he's like a little smaller guy, but somebody that people can truly vouch for, that he really got mm. some ties with it. He's got to be a good, good man, a hardworking man, no nonsense, you know what I'm saying, that believes in structure, discipline, order, preparation, you know, all the things that the good coaches do, and maybe someone who we can grow with to take us forward. Yeah. We, have, we feel we have a you know, chance to really turn this program. The Jets can be turned around. We've seen it happen. You look at the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, historically, I've been a Jet fan since 1980. Back in the day, the Seahawks weren't very good. They had Jim Thorne and, and what was what's his other wide receiver that used to be out there. You know what I'm talking about? Steve Largent and all yeah. of that. They weren't yeah. very good. But now we've seen decades later, because they're on a different, probably different kind of ownership group. You see the Seattle Seahawks, you don't even recognize them. They got a different logo and everything. And they turned that program yeah. around. It took decades for them to do it. But it can be done. They're a classic yeah. example of that. Yeah. We can do it, but yeah. we just have Look, to get the right kind of people to get, you know, get this thing turned, get us a coach. And it don't always have yeah. to be the big name. It can be the under-the-radar guy that nobody's talking about that certainly has the qualifications and certainly probably would deserve that opportunity. Somebody that the people truly could root for, you know, fan and prognosticators alike, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I hear you. And I, I know we're talking about Adam Gaze quite a bit, but I want to flip the switch and go, talk about the defense. I want to talk to you about Greg Williams. Give me your yes. thoughts on him and this game plan and how the defense could not stop any, anything 
today. How did you feel about his side of the ball you, you and his time, uh, you know, his, his game plan today? You know what it is with Greg Williams. I think, unfortunately, and I said, I don't know if you remember the other week I called and spoke to you, we lost too many good players. We lost Jamal. We lost C.J. Mosley. And then injuries to A.B. Williamson. I mean, the, the defensive backfield group, you know, graded out a little bit better. You know, no Tremaine Johnson. He's finally gone. But we still needed work on this secondary. And when we lost Jamal, when we lost C.J. Mosley, he opted out. It's like my gut. You know, you get this feel like you're in an elevator. You feel your gut pulling. And I can literally feel my gut pull. When C.J. opted out, I said, uh-oh, wow, he's gone. So this, this, this is not going to be pretty. This is going to be bad. And it just so happens. You see that. That's why you see those third down and 30-something runs and stuff like that. It's not the same unit. Yeah. Now, we do have some, some guys that can play for other teams. Obviously, a healthy Avery Williamson, uh, 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 Bale, uh, Marcus May, uh, Quentin Williams, a, a guys that have the caliber of ability that they can start for other teams, but it's not enough. That's a good core group to start mm. with, but it's not enough. You can't lose that much talent. Losing two all-pro players and Jamal Allen, C.J. Mosley, and not have it had a detrimental effect on them. You see it. You see it spiritually yeah. and every way with this unit. It's not the same defense anymore. That's the hard reality mm. we had to face as Jet fans. It's not the same defense without those two in there. We lost a lot of yeah. talent. It's going to take several years to replenish that talent, <clears throat> to replenish that talent and try to rebuild a unit. We got it, but the thing about us, <clears throat> excuse because <clears throat> we've been out of the playoff loop, we're going to need to focus on our offense, scoring points, time of possession, and that's how we're going to win games, <clears throat> not through defense. The way the league is now is predicated on scoring points and offense. It's not like it was in 1970s and 80s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you had the Bears defense, yeah. the Monsters in Midway, yeah. the Giants with Lawrence Taylor. The league rules against contact, the excessive hitting and stuff like that, cut that out. It's not the same anymore. It's hard to put together a top-tier defensive unit. The Seattle Seahawks were one of the last great units we saw. Legion of Boom was one of the last mm. great defenses we saw. It's hard to do now. You can't touch yeah. wide receivers yeah. at the side yard. You can't have excessive. They cut out that hitting, you know, helmet to helmet, which I agree with, you know, because it's safer for the sake of the game. But it's not the same physical game it was. If you take a look at NFL's crunch call, you still see that on YouTube. I, you know, I downloaded it because it's a classic. You see the difference in mm-hmm. the old games from the Giants with Carl Banks and them. I mean, you you be wincing. <laughs> you see the you wincing and the stuff is scary, you know, because you see how different yeah. the league was then, the culture and how it is now. So what it is, yeah. you got to get the best offensive line you can. I think the Jets laid a foundation with Beckham. They got to go forward and keep laying it on, though. They got the picks to do that. And they got to get the yeah. weapon. I'm looking at Jamar Chase for next year's draft. If we get a shot to draft this kid, we got to take him. We got to pile it on, get Denzel Mims on the field, who I think is very talented and freakish and could do great things, too. You know, he's still, we still waiting to evaluate him, you know. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree with everything you said, man. You know, there was a lot of great takes. Listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. When I go live next time, I want to hear from you as well again, man, because you absolutely oh, yeah, know yeah. your stuff, and I love I speaking to you. And I'll be uh, checking right. up on your, your live podcast when the games are on, and if I have an opportunity to call in, we'll talk again, no doubt. Yeah. Thank you so much. You have a good night, man. And you too. You take care, Joe.
All right, you have a good one. What a call. What a call. I mean, everything that he talked about, the lack of offensive production, the bad coaching, the impact that horrible owners were having the football team, it's just – it's all there. And, I mean, we keep seeing it. But what, it just it just blows my mind that the Johnsons, that Chris Johnson couldn't see this. <laughs> it just It's absolutely killing me. I just – I could not – I cannot believe – that we're going through the same issues that we basically were going through last year. As a matter of fact, it's worse because now we're, we're really, you got people literally out here just absolutely looking at Darnold and being like, Oh, this guy, we got to move on immediately. I mean, look at we're look how far we've gotten. <laughs> look what's happened here. You know, you got players that come out, they look lifeless. They look like they don't want to be coached by him at all. You got players already coming out and prior talking about, you know, the practices, all this stuff that's been going on, building up to this game, and we're just getting blown out after blowout after blowout. I'm going to go to the chat real quick. I'm going to go um, after the chat. I'm going to come back to the callers. When I come back, 848, you're going to be up when I come back. But I'm going to go to the chat real quick. TJ Decker in the chat says, nah. He's speaking about gays. He says, nah, he mails it in every time he's down big. That's a fact, TJ. TJ also says he can't coach based on fear. You have to call your shots regardless of the outcome. He's a coward coach. That's a fact. Adam Gaze is Adam Gaze just is horrific. Just absolutely horrific. Uh, Junio Rudy, shout out to you, Junio. Junio says Gaze is a loser head coach. Nothing changes until the Johnson sale. I see that. I see your point there, Rudy. I see your point. A lot of people are saying a lot of the same things that this team will not be a winner, that this franchise will not be able to come together and truly win until the Johnsons rid themselves of this football team, until we rid ourselves of the Johnsons. Until they're gone, until they're out of here, we'll just keep losing. We absolutely will keep losing. Um, Rudy also says Sam Darnold will succeed when he leaves the Jets. (laughs) Another team would resurrect his career. Listen, Rudy, listen. I understand that there's a lot of Jets fans you know, outside, you know, just talking, already talking about getting rid of Darnold, you know, and Rudy, I think he hit the nail on the head. When Darnold goes somewhere else, somewhere that that is actually going to put him in a position to succeed, give him the right playmaker, give him the right protection, put him with the right coaching, we get rid of Sam Darnold. I'm telling you, whatever team he goes to, we're handing them playoffs. <laughs> we're handing them victories. I'm telling you, we're handing him. And, and, you know, Lord help us, he goes to, you know, somewhere that – you know, I don't even want to talk about that team that he could go to, but there's a team that has a tendency to take players that we throw away, they pick them up, and they they really teach them and they ascend with them. <laughs> and they're in the division. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that food to you. <laughs> they're in the division. <sighs> so now I'm really going to go back to the callers. I know there's going to be, I know there's been, uh, you know, a bit of wait time. I got a lot of callers here. But uh, if you called in, you know, please don't drop off. I, I, I'll get to you as soon as possible. But 848, I'm going to come to you. Why don't you tell me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this effort by the New York Jets and this loss to the Colts, 36-7. Yo, it's Shaq, baby. Shaq, what's going on, my man? How are you doing today? You didn't ask me that question, did you? You know. (laughs) You know how I'm feeling. You know how I'm feeling. You know me. You know me better than most Jets fans. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm bringing yeah. the heat. 
I'm going to try to bring so much heat that it, it's going to burn everybody's damn head. Well, let's start at the top, Shaq. Give me your thoughts about Adam Gaze and his coaching effort he put out there today. Get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. I sat there. I tried to take a player's opinion about him. I said, okay, I'll take your, I'll take your opinion. Karu, he said he's a smart guy. He likes him. He loves him. Okay, whatever. Gives. I said, I'm going to ride with that. And from what I'm seeing, it's almost like the play calling that he has, it's like, it's almost like he's not helping Donner. It's almost like he wants him out of there. Like, personally, personally, my opinion, I believe I believe Adam Gaze and Joe Douglas are going to stay together for, you know, another year or so. And well, they're going to get rid of Gaze that. comes back? Yes. Yes. Well, my you personal think Gaze opinion. comes back? Do you think I want, do you think I want him to come back? Do you think I want him to come back? No, I don't want him to come back. I don't even want him here. But You're I smoking feel like, crack. Stop. <laughs> Are you crazy? Like, listen, listen, listen. You're smoking crack. Listen, Go ahead. Listen, 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 listen. It's not. It's not how. It's not. It's. I feel like Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas and Adam Gaze are best friends. Did you not hear that dumb nonsense? That did you hear? That, did you not hear that dumb nonsense? Uh. Christopher Johnson said, "You think he? You think he's getting rid of? You think he's getting rid of him right now? After saying that stupid comment, you think he's getting rid of him right now? No, Shaq. Of course not. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But okay, at this point, then one of them's got to go. Somebody's got to be blamed. So either you're putting this, and you're putting this on Darnold, and you're saying we're getting rid of Darnold, or you, or we're getting rid of Gaze." They can't like both of them no. cannot stay here for another year together. That's because what I'm this, saying. This be, That's uh, why I said we're already seeing. Go go ahead. I'll let you finish. That's what I'm saying. Going to get rid of Sam. They're going to get rid of Sam. Oh. I said that's the plan. That's their plan. Because <laughs> they didn't draft Sam. They didn't draft Sam. Joe didn't draft Sam. He's ridden. He's ridden. Getting rid of every player that Mike McCagnan has, and. He's going to get rid of Sam. He's and, and and giving him no weapons and all of that. We're going to give up on him so early. And I pray to God, I pray to God, he win a championship somewhere else. I pray to God because that seems like our mo. We get rid of players and they dominate. They dominate like other places, like Brandon Shell. We thought was the worst tackle we ever seen in freaking NFL history. He's over there in Seattle winning. Like this, 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 I don't trust, I don't trust Joe Douglas or Adam Gates. I don't trust them. I obviously hate the owner. That's not even up for debate, dang owner. Yeah. And, and, and Adam Gates play calling is so terrible. And let's not, and let's not forget, let's not forget the defense is Swiss cheese too. The defense is Swiss Ooh. cheese as well. Everybody <laughs> is wide open. Talk about it, Jack. Christopher Christopher Herndon, he's terrible in my well, he's not as terrible, but the the height that he the height train that he got this this offseason was ridiculous. You'd have thought he was the next mm-hmm. Tony Gonzalez. You'd have yeah. thought he was the next Tony Gonzalez, and he can't even catch a darn pass. Almost curtain. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this? He can't even catch a pass. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this offensive line, the way they played, and the injury to Beckton? 
that was huge. I, I feel like the O line has improved a bit because I know me and you talked about it. The O line is it yeah. might improve, but it's not going to improve as greatly as everybody, every other Jets fan thinks so. Sam still is getting flustered. It's either he's getting flustered still or he's just punch drunk from last year and he's just trying to get that off. Because obviously today he didn't trust the O-line. He didn't trust the O-line at all today. You can tell the way he was playing he didn't trust it. He played like he played like poop today. He played like mm. poop today. But I'm not ready to give up on Sam. I'm not ready to give up yeah. on Sam. You can't you, – you, you can't operate when you have what they said earlier, 18 different offensive linemen and 11 <laughs> different starters. Like, how can you operate that way in three years? Are you serious? How can you operate that way? How? Uh, but he sucks. But he got to go. We got to go with weapons like this. It was one guy who posted. Yeah. He posted a a the stat sheet. The stat sheet said unknown player. It was two catches for 32 yards. I don't know who had it, but it's the point of that's what Darnold is working with. You can't work that way. It's like Lamar, they, he has great coaching, good offensive line. Josh Allen, tearing the yeah. league up. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Colin Murray abused D-Hop the first week. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, man. Come on. Why why like like Adam Gaze is 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 the worst coach right now in the league. But why are why are we not talking about Joe Douglas as well? Why everybody is excluding him out? Anytime something good happens, oh it's Joe Douglas. Well when something bad happens, oh Adam Gaze had uh, had a say in it. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. He's just yeah. as bad. He's just that he's in yeah. this. He lied. He lied to Sam Darnold's parents. Yeah. I am going to surround your son with playmakers and protection. You got part of the mm-hmm. protection, right? But it ain't perfect. Playmakers is terrible. You lied. And so now, him and – and, and don't get me wrong. I don't want them – I don't want Adam Gaze here. I don't want him here. I yeah. want him gone. I want yeah. him gone. He's yeah. a team destroyer. I don't want him here. But – he brought Joe Douglas in. They're best friends. They're best friends. I don't well, think I don't think Joe Douglas is going to let him go. I don't no, think well, he's going to let him go. Here, look, I, and I hear you, Shaq. I, you know, I don't I don't know if they're best friends. I know they worked together for a year. Uh, you know, with I think it was the Bears. I think that they were working yeah. together with Honor. Yeah, worked together and, with. And Adam Gaze the thing is, look, yeah, but here's the deal: business is business. Business is business, because if you choose Adam Gaze for another year and he fails, now you, you're on the hook for that. Now we can fire mm-hmm. your ass, too. <laughs> yep. We can fire you, too. Yep. Because before, okay, you yep. were saddled with the coach, right? Because we, we hired, Gaze was already here. We actually hired you because you had worked with Gaze, because the GM search was literally about who has worked with Gaze and who can work with Gaze so that he doesn't get them fired like he did McCagney, right? That was the whole GM search. Names, the list was full of guys that he had worked with in the past. But if you choose him, if you choose Mr. 32nd ranked offense, probably two years in a row, because it looks like the offense is going to be just as bad as well this year. If you choose him again, you're on the hook. That means if the offense fails again, if the team looks bad, you're on the hook for that, and I'll fire your ass too. Because like you said, and I've talked about Joe Douglas as well on here. I don't leave him out. 
I, you know, the draft that we had, I thought, I thought it was a decent draft. It was solid, right? I'm not bashing it. But to go into that draft, and I've said this in the past, to go into a draft that is supposed to be one of the drafts that was right with wide receiver, offensive playmaking talent, one of the most, you know, drafts that have some of the most talent probably in NFL history. That's what analysts told me. And you only come out of that draft with one wide receiver, but you take a backup quarterback in the fourth. Some people even question the Zuniga pick as well. Why weren't those wide receivers on a team that you knew for a fact was going to have issues at offensive playmaker? You moved on for Robbie Anderson. You brought in Perryman. That wasn't a great move. Dotson opted out, but he's a first-round bust. He probably wouldn't be doing anything anyway. So there are issues. Go ahead. Don't don't forget you said they should have traded Jamal Adams. We had the chance to Uh, get Lamb and Beckton. And you said we should have got O-line. I'm not forgetting what you said. And that's what we should have did. Yeah. That's what we should have did. We got a swing pack. I sat there. I told you, Joe. I said, Joe, I swear on everything I love. As I was staring at that draft, all I kept telling people was, we should have listened to Joe. We should have listened to Joe. If anybody would have told me C.D. Lamb was going to make it to the 17th pick, I would have said you're smoking. Y'all would have said you're smoking crack. And, I, and as soon as I said that, I said, oh, my God, Joe was right. We should have listened to Joe. We should have listened. Listen, I, I, uh, listen. I tried to tell people. I tried, I, tried, I tried to tell people, but it was because I understood, I understood the urgency that was needed in the situation because I saw this coming. When you, when you have a quarterback in Sam Darnold that you have never surrounded with true weapons, he's never had a number one wide receiver. He's never had adequate protection. Uh, the coaching has always been suspect. It's especially bad this year. But even when you have a terrible head coach, right, if you fire him and move on from him, you still got to have some guys for the next head coach to work with. <laughs> you still got to have playmakers out there. You still got to have guys that he can go to. You can't just leave the cupboard bare and go, well, you know, we'll figure it out later. No, figure it out now. You need offensive playmakers. You need weapons at wide receiver. This draft is full of them. Man, luck really fell our way, and we only draft one wide receiver? One? When guys like C.D. Lamb was out there, I talked about it. I wanted C.D. Lamb. I was screaming for C.D. Lamb and uh, Jerry Judy. I was screaming for that. I I talked about Beck, and I said, yeah, we definitely need to go O-line first because we don't have any – any all any good offensive lineman at all, but we need to get a wide receiver in here because if we don't, we're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> big trouble. We could have got, we could have had and, Lamb, Denzel Mims. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The quarterback pick, we could have ignored that. I mean, like we, we, we could have, we could have went so many ways. And it's like I said, I said, like I feel like they're going to give Adam Gase an excuse because of the injury. That's 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 oh. how I'm looking at this, Joe. That's how I'm looking at this. That, like people I hear what you're saying, saying I'm Jack. crazy. You're not the Go first ahead. person that said I'm crazy, but it's 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 <laughs> it's what it's it's what I'm it's, it's what I'm seeing. It's like like yeah. I don't want him here. I don't want him here. I don't want him here. It's just it's like I, I hear what you're saying, Shaq. But my thing is this: is that the excuses to me have ran out. I hear your injury excuse because I've seen that try to be used. There was a little bit of that last year. But then, how do you excuse the loss to the Niners? They were just as banged up, if not more. They lost their guy. Hell, they lost the. They came in without what one of their pass rushers. Didn't they lose their other pass rushers? And George you're still Kittle. playing like all of those guys are there. 
<laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo play, played like on one leg. Yeah, Garoppolo plays on one leg, like all of these issues. And then he wasn't even after the half, he was gone. He wasn't even he wasn't even playing anymore at all. So how do you how do you make excuses for that? Because you're playing banged up teams. How do you excuse last year when we played the Dolphins, who was a team that was literally in tank mode? They traded away all of their talent and you got your ass beat by them too. You got beat by a Dolphins team that was 0-11. Last year, we were the first team in NFL history to get beat by te- by two 0 and whatever I mean, teams. Defeated teams. Yeah, two 0-7 or something. Yeah, two 0-7 teams in the same season. Are you serious? Are you serious? You can't. I understand what you're saying, Shaq, and I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen it. I've seen it too. But it's, how do you make those excuses when the writing is on the wall? I understand people talking about, and I hear what you're saying about the questions about Darnold and how people, you know, no, I'm not going to move on from Darnold. No, I I know you're not questioning it. I know you're talking about others are questioning it, and you know they may move on from Darnold. But I know more about Adam Gaze being bad than I do about Sam Darnold being bad. I know for a fact that Adam Gaze is bad. I know that for a fact. What I do know about Darnold was seen it in my hand. Yeah, exactly. What I do know about Darnold is. He looked good in Bates' offense. We saw flashes. We said, mm-hmm. whoa, this kid, we got something here. And then you showed up, Gaze, and things have completely <laughs> changed. <laughs> right? Um, His mechanics so, is off. He's going backwards. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my complete God. regression. And it only happened when you showed up, okay? Everything was good. This place smelled great. You showed up. It smells like a dumpster. <laughs> it's you, bruh. You, you're the one that needs to put on the deodorant. It's you, okay? You're the musty guy. You know what I'm saying? Get in the shower and wash your ass. We're getting you out of here. <laughs> you know, it's not Darnold. It's, it's insane, man. It's insane. But I, I hear your take. I just, I, dude, if we get rid of Darnold and keep gays, man, let me tell you something. No. Uh, that no, show, the if show that, that happens I, and they get the and they draft a, a quarterback with one of the first rounds, oh my god, I am going to destroy the- Twitter. I am destroying Twitter. I am destroying Twitter. I am going oh to destroy god. Twitter. I'm calling for Joe Douglas and Christopher Johnson and everybody to get out of there early, early. And- Dude, and, and they they just getting ready to do the same thing to Trevor Lawrence. Just mind blowing, bro. Exactly. Mind blowing. Exactly. I, I, it's insane. I don't get it. It is insane, bro. But I want to talk to you about the defense as well, man. I want to talk to you about the defense as well, bro. One of the worst plays I saw today. Oh, bro. Bradley McDougal. McDougal. Go ahead. <laughs> I saw him. I couldn't. I saw your face. I instantly started laughing, John. Oh my God! I said, "What? What is this? What was Are that?" Are you serious? You had a Bruh. chance to, to at least slow the bleeding down, and you do that. You do that. That that that's that's the that's the guy that that's replacing Jamal that everybody was so hyped about. Are you kidding me? You serious? You serious? I I I I hated the way Jamal went out. But right now right now 
he's proving everybody right about about what's going on in this organization. As much as I hate to say, it. much as I hate to say, it. he's proving everybody right. He is not. They are not. They are not looking to win, which is stupid. Because then you're just going to destroy your quarterback. It's stupid. You, you, you're destroying. And I and I and I still feel like Sam can do. It. Sam can do. It. I still feel like Sam can do. Because it. we're going backwards if you draft a quarterback with one of those first round picks. You're going backwards. You're going backwards. Give him something. <laughs> give him something. Man. Like give him or give him something. Give give. Give the O-line some more juice because I still don't believe the George. I'm still not in the George fan hype, as a lot of people. Fact. I'm not on that. Talk. I'm not on that. I'm, I'm not I'm not with that. I'm sorry. I'm not with that. I, I get, it, get, him, get him a receiver. Get another O-line. You know, we could get an edge rusher with that first. But another first-round pick. Don't waste your pick on a quarterback and go backwards. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. You know, and you let me let me you know because I hear what you're saying, Shaq, and we're on the same page or same wavelength. Because what I th- and you, you you hit the nail on the head. What people don't understand when you say go backwards is a lot of people think that he's just going to be able to come in and turn into Patrick Mahomes right off the bat. That's usually not how it works for rookie quarterback. <laughs> that's, that's usually not, not how it works. Like there's, yeah, one, two, maybe three years of learning, you know what I'm saying, where they really have to get to the speed of the game, understand what they're be, what's going to be thrown at them defensively. Also, you know, depending on their situation, which, again, if we take Trevor, you know, with the first pick, uh, we're still trying to figure other things out. The offensive line is pretty much more than likely going to be the same. There's going to be issues, you know, at wide receiver, all this stuff. You know, there's so much dependency there on free agency because we're going to have to, you know, move around. Well, if you're taking a guy that high, like you said, you're going backwards because he's going to start. You're going to have to sit there and go through this situation again. So it may be one, two, or three years before we really start winning again. <laughs> can you do that? Oh and, and you have to protect him properly as well because he's, if he's not protected properly, then you'll see the same thing we're seeing out of Sam Darnold. If he's not coached properly, oh. if you got Gage still here, we'll see the same thing that we're seeing with Sam Darnold, the same stuff. And I think Trevor is, is you know, going to be a very solid quarterback in the league. But dude, we already yeah. got a guy here. We're doing our best to ruin him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing our best to ruin yeah. him. It's like – what do you? There's so many, don't, so many Jets fans. When I speak to them, whether it be on social media or wherever, and they just tell me, "Well, Sam's got to raise. He's got to raise the talent around him. He's got to change things." And it's like, wait a second. If you went to your job, if I told you that you had to go to your job, you know, in the morning, and I took your car, I took the tools for you to do your job, and I took your supervisor away that tells you, you know, what job you have to do, how could you possibly do your job? <laughs> Gonna want to leave. <laughs> and you know something? And you know the only thing, the only thing I'm on, the only blame I'm putting on Sam is for Sam not speaking up. Sam has to speak up. Well, he has well, to speak up. He has to. Joe. I know he's that. not, and that's the problem. He needs to speak up. He needs to speak up. Shaq, what can he say though? What do you want him to say? Adam Gaze is trash. I don't like his play card. I don't like his scheme. He's already done that though, Shaq. <laughs> Remember last year? Hold on a second. Remember last year? 
there was the issues with the play calling. There was the offense was terrible, and we were like, "What is going on?" And I was telling people, "Listen, this is not how Sam plays. He plays fast. Why does he? Well, this scheme is not going to help him. That's one of the reasons I did not want us to hire Adam Gaze. I completely understood that this scheme is, does not fit Sam. What happened? They went in there, <laughs> and Sam went in there and told Adam Gaze, "Listen, your offensive scheme is not working for me. We need to change some things, right?" And then they came out. I think that was against the Cowboys. They came out, and they looked good. And then they went right back into the hole because the week after that, Adam Gates took the play calling back and said, nope, we're going to do it my way. And we're right back where we were before. It's the same thing. You know, so, dude, it, it, it's, it's mind-boggling, bro. It's mind-boggling. And I just I, – I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about this team. I don't know what to say about the lack of effort. I don't, I don't even – what we're doing to Sam Darnold, Owner. and I know he did not play well. I know that. I know that the interceptions, I understand the zero ball. I know that he's trying to fit footballs where they, they should not be. He's just going out there and trying to make a play. But, man, what we're doing to him is criminal. The lack of weapons, lack of protection, yeah. the lack of coaching. Oh, it's, it's horrific. But a, a guy gave me an idea, man, of, you know, if we do trade Sam, like, Pittsburgh would be a perfect fit for Sam because I feel like they'll use his skill set. They'll feel they'll use his skill set a lot better, a lot better, a lot better. We're, we're such a nice franchise. We'll we'll help you out. We can't win anything. Yeah, tell you what, we'll man, that's, sure what that you that's what we are. That's what we are. That's what we are. We couldn't even get picks that was worth anything, and we couldn't even trade before the draft. My God, Seattle's out here destroying teams. But hey. Hey, we're happy about these picks, though. Oh, my God. I, should, I would have traded his ass to Detroit and got some good picks. I would have just traded him before the draft. At least John Isaac was smart enough to do that. My God, bro. My God. I just – I just – I I don't mind. And we just, and, and, and I, I pray to God Boy. Sam do go to Pittsburgh. I pray to God he goes oh, to Pittsburgh as soon as Big Ben goes. He fits there. Like, he don't remind you of, like, the Big Ben type of young quarterback that he was, Big Ben, back then. Like, and they uh. use Big Ben tremendously. <laughs> My God, man. Oh, fudge this team, man. Fudge this team, man. Fudge this team, bro. All right. All right, Shaq. I want to thank you for not cursing. You said fudge. I heard you. <laughs> I want to thank you for, for calling in, man. It was great to talk to you. Go ahead and throw out your hey, social media, hey, your, your Twitter handle. Let everybody know where they can contact hey, you and talk to you about the team. Hey, you guys can follow me at Shaq and Jet on Twitter. If you guys want to come at me and troll me, I am the troll under the bridge, and I will have my <laughs> Sam Donald jersey on. <laughs> I love you, Joe. I'm glad. I'm happy for you, man. Keep it going, baby. <laughs> I got love for you, too, Shaq. Please call in next time I do a show, man. Yes, sir. I have a good one, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, phenomenal call by Shaq. It was great to speak with him. Oh, this team is a mess, man. This team is a complete mess. What a show. I want to thank everyone uh, for calling in. I had tons of callers. I I apologize to anyone that dropped off. Listen, I got a, I got a long call list. You know what I'm saying? When you call in, please, I, I go down the list. I don't show, you know, preference to, to people. You know what I'm saying? You call in. That's the order that you get as you call in. You know what I'm saying? I respect everybody. 
everybody that's a Jets fan is not a Jets fan. I respect everybody the same. I want to show everybody love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but now we come to the end of the show. <laughs> Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. What content's up there, go ahead and give it a listen. Message me, I'll message you right back. You want to go back and forth, I'm on there as well. Leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000, that's three zeros. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, okay? And I will. Have my Darnold jersey on. I guess it's just me and Shaq. <laughs> me and Shaq down there with our Darnold jerseys on, you know. <laughs> you could also catch the show's Twitter as well at the Long Beach Joe. <laughs> Go ahead and follow that as well. Uh, you know, we can talk Jets. I'd rather not this week, but <laughs> I guess we can talk Jets. We can talk about whatever you folks want to talk about. I love connecting with you. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Uh, again, Long Beach Joe Jets. Subscribe to my page on there. I put up, you know, tons of Jets content. You know, message me. I'll message you right back on there as well. You want to troll me in the comments as well. No issues. I'll troll you right back there as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, all right, whenever you see me, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everybody, okay? The hugs will always remain free. Don't listen to any hater. You know what I'm saying? The hugs will always be free. I will never charge for a hug ever in my life, especially in times like this. This team sucks. <laughs> if you're a Jets fan, man, I'm telling you, we we got this team sucks. The hugs will always be free. I'll never charge for them, all right? You folks have a good one. Peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.